Welcome. This I'm Charles. Welcome. I'm Charles D. Lincoln. Yeah, I'm Chelsea. Hi. I'm Charles D. Lincoln. He's he's Charles D. Lincoln. I'm Charles D. Lincoln. Yes, uh, I'm Chelsea Lesage. Hi, everyone. And welcome to Cinematic <laughs> Top I'm going to talk like this the entire time, and everything would actually get ready for it. No. Um, hello, everyone. It would be a much shorter episode. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? It's like a fucking four-minute, like, episode, but it's me, it's all, me, all of us talking the same shit we always talk, but just <laughs> at, like, this just speed cra- up. crazy fucking speed. So, I'm sure it would be It'd our It would be high- a good voice warm-up. Yes. Well, no, you know what? My voice yes. warm-up always was when I was a, uh, a musician. What? I am the very model of a modern major general information animal of a felon, like, you know, uh, the whole uh, modern major general. Uh-huh. I love it. Nice. And That's most awesome. people were really surprised that, like, I would, you know, be, like, fucking doing death metal vocals, but, like, I would pre- do my vocal, like, warm ups and stuff to modern major general. Because there's. That makes me happy. Because there's so many fucking syllables and it's, like, this just rhythm to mm-hmm. it and it's. What I loved was there were times when I used to try to sing along to the album, and sometimes I would go faster than the album. So that was nice. uh, yes, that was all sorts of fun. So hello everyone. Uh, this week on Cinematic Autopsy, uh, we were originally going to talk about uh, I Saw the Devil, and then it turns out Shutter took it off there. So uh, we're going to postpone that one for a little bit uh, until mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea and I, uh, Chelsea recently moved, but as soon as Chelsea and I are able to get together physically, I will show her the movie. Um, cause it is no Yay. longer, cause it is no longer in any streaming service, unfortunately. Um, and of course, it's so devastating. Yes, and, uh, we wouldn't want to do anything illegal now, would we? So, uh, instead, no, we don't do anything illegal. Nope. <laughs> nope. We obey the law at all times. Mm-hmm. We look both mm-hmm. ways. And we cross the street. So instead, we're going to be watching (laughs) Reanimator. From, directed by Stuart Gordon from 1985. Now, we're going to be, I want to, I want to actually just bring in which version of Reanimator we're going to be watching, because uh, there are three different versions of Reanimator. We are going to be watching the uncut version, which is Stuart Gordon's preferred version of the film. Yes. Uh, that is the shortest version, oddly. The R-rated version is actually 40 minutes longer than the, uh, than the uncut version. The uncut version uh, was originally rated X back in 1985, and so they had to cut all the gore out. When they cut all the gore out, the movie was like 10 minutes long, <laughs> so they had to add in all these deleted scenes. Uh, there's a whole... Uh, in fact, you know what? We'll talk about what the deleted scenes are later. Okay. Um, when we finish going over the film. So, uh, Reanimator, uh, produced by Brian uh, Usna, um, directed by Stuart Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was made for nine hundred thousand dollars. Nice. Um, and very interesting. Yeah, very interesting to see a film on here that has less than a million dollar budget. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was. It was originally. So the whole idea of it came from. Uh, apparently, uh, Stuart Gordon, it was either Stuart Gordon or Brian, uh, or it could have been both of them, but they were discussing about how there were too many vampire films. <laughs> what? And, yeah, well, that's There it are came never too many vampire films. <laughs> oh, there totally are too many vampire films. No, there are yes. not. <laughs> I made Teresa and Allison because I was tired of fucking vampire films. Um... <laughs> So I wanted to make the last one so no one else could ever make one again. Yeah. Anyway, so um, 
they were tired of all these vampire films, and uh, one of them said, how come no one ever makes Frankenstein? So someone had asked him, have you read uh, Herbert West Reanimator uh, from H.P. Lovecraft? Um, he had not. He read it. He loved it. And so they originally wrote it for this to be a state to be a uh, for the stage actually nice. not to be a film. That's cool. Uh, it was originally written for the stage um, as a period piece that was going to wow. take place at the turn of the century. Um, that when that was ruled too expensive, they decided to make it a twelve episode uh, TV show. Oh. And basically, where is it? What? <laughs> what? Where is well, it? Well, the idea was. That, what ended up happening was when they tried to go to uh, people to finance it, they were basically told that no one is going to give you money for a horror TV show. So if you want to make a horror, you want to make something that's horror, you have to make it a feature film. What the fuck? So, so they, they went from, they were based in Chicago, but they went to uh, California um, basically in order to get the special effects that they needed for the film mm-hmm. and also in exchange for uh, the post-production. Oh. So cool. it was shot in Hollywood, but but everyone from it was actually from Chicago. It was originally intended for. There's a particular stage tro- uh, troupe that was supposed to be all the cast of it when it was originally written. What? I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how many of them actually ended up being in it, but it was originally written, like I said, for the stage with a particular tr- uh, troupe in mind. That's so cool. That makes me really yeah, happy. Yeah. So. And and the thing that I like about this, if you is you know for as filmmakers, it's the type of story you can definitely relate to when you look when you look at it because we go through stuff like that all mm-hmm. the time where it's you know uh, you go by the, the limitations of budget, you go by who you want to cast and stuff. You have like <laughs> friends who act and oh wow, it'd be great to have you in this, you know that sort of thing. So um, let's uh, let's go into the actual film, John. Yes. I should note by the way. Um, Unlike a lot of uh, films we talk about, it actually made uh, twice its budget. Oh, yay. Good for them. Yeah. It made $2 million at the box office. Oh, that makes me um, happy. There are... Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there are two sequels um, oh. that are not good sequels. Fuck. Yeah. Th- those, those do not make me happy. Um, that <laughs> although makes sense. I do have to... Uh, there's... Well, keeping in mind that they were basically... Uh, the second one is Bride of Reanimator. Um, <sighs> and, and then Beyond Reanimator. Uh, and the second one just... <sighs> I, you can, it looks like they lost their budget and just got a lot cheesier. And it's not a good film. Damn. But this film is a good film. But, <laughs> Yes, I loved it. I was I I uh, was very happy that Chelsea liked it. So Chelsea, I why don't you start lot. us off? The University well, of Zurich. Yeah, so we're at the Universidad Zurich, right? And um, there are two officers that are escorting this man in a suit, and there's this crazy frantic nurse who you hear the screaming and this banging, and then a giant crash, and uh, they break the door down, and then She's calling for Doctor Gruber. Yes, calling for Doctor Gruber. And in there, they break down the door, and Dr. Gruber is just, um, his eyes are bleeding, his mouth is bleeding, his eyes start, like, bugging out. It was really, I was really, like, happy with that effect for the 80s. Um, and he dies. 
Um, <laughs> and then we go... Oh, he doesn't just die. His eyes explode. His eyes explode. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a normal way that people die? Um, and then, so, and then it pans to Herbert um, West, right? West. And he's like this little, yes. little scientist man with glasses. He reminds me of, like, a really short Rob Lowe. Like, Rob, <laughs> like really young <laughs> in this movie. And, um... I'm sure Jeffrey Combs will, will, will be very complimented by hearing that. <laughs> yes, I must tell him. We must find him. I think you are the, the first person to have ever compared him to Rob Lowe. <laughs> um, so. Probably. Yeah, and he, um, you know, they're saying, oh, you killed him, you killed him, and all that. And he said, no, that he gives, he's giving him life. Yeah. Oh, 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 don't, don't, under, don't underscore it. Don't underscore it. He dramatically turns to the camera. Yes, it was very dramatic. <laughs> like the thing you see only in memes yes. nowadays. Yes. Yes. Just Where he's like, you know, I'm surprised no life. one's made a meme. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's made a meme well, of Herbert West like, dramatically turning to the camera. I've never heard of this movie. And I was talking to my partner, and he's never heard it either. It's crazy. Like, I just, I'm, yeah, my mother's never heard of it. It's so insane. But... It's really mm. well done, and now I want to watch every part of it, even though the rest of it is terrible. Uh, so, yes. uh, after that, we cue the, the score from Psycho over uh, medical textbook uh, scans. Yeah, it was um, really cool. I really like this opening. Like, the animated neon with the maps and diagrams is very cool. Yeah. The awesome. score was actually taken almost directly from Albert uh, Hitchcock's Psycho, though. Yes. Um... Which the uh, Richard Brand, the composer, wanted them to actually put uh, an apology to the composer of Psycho, you know, like a tongue-in-cheek apology at the end of it. Um, but apparently that was after um, the credits had been made and would have cost an additional $10,000 to get that in the credits. Jesus Christ. Um, well, keep in mind, it's not like today where you can just go on, like, you know... Um, Final Cut or Premiere and, and write out the credits. Back then, right. you had to actually, you know, make, like, a, a, a slate or something. I don't even know what you called it back then. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, so then, that's but done. But apparently, it would have cost $10,000, yeah. That's so, so crazy. We go to, uh, Mis so we go to Miskatonic uh, Medical School, which is uh, near where you live in Massachusetts. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, in Arkham, yeah. Matt, which is, of course, the, the like token made-up place of Lovecraft. Um, it makes me really... I'm like, people where, like, Arkham would be must, like... All those general stores must sell, like, Arkham shirts or something. You know, they have to. They'd be really, like, stupid so, to not do that. <laughs> so I, having only ever once been to Massachusetts, and you having uh, been born there and spent a good portion of your life there, um, was Arkham something that like people knew about like because of our HP Lovecraft was it like how like say Gotham is to New Yorkers yeah um, pretty much I mean not as big as Gotham is to New Yorkers but you know I wouldn't have known about it if we didn't have to study Lovecraft in school but you know it's so, like in the it's like in so central where, it's like it's not near I'm from the Berkshires it's not um it's not near the Berkshires it's supposed to be just east of Worcester, Mass, and Worcester is right in the center, so it's supposed to be between Boston and Worcester. Yeah. Okay. Oddly, Worcester is the only place I've actually been to. I'm so uh, sorry. It's a terrible city. <laughs> so. It's not as, not as bad as a lot of them, but it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, we go to uh, Miskatonic Medical School, mm -hmm. uh, where we meet a third year... Um, a third-year medical student by the name of Dan Crane, uh, Dan Kane. Dan Kane. Um, played uh, Dan Kane, yes. Is that what I... I thought I said that. You did. Um, okay, good. <laughs> um, and he is basically refusing to let a patient go um, mm -hmm. who is clearly flatlined. Um, and we're seeing here that he has kind of like a bit of an idealistic streak, that he... Yes, you know, is. Is, is he's wants, very optimistic. Wants, yeah, want, yeah, wants to give this person time to recover, but all the real doctors are basically telling him, no, she's dead, so just let her go, Dan. <laughs> let her go. So he takes her to the morgue, um, and we meet the guard, which his name is Mr. Mace, right? <laughs> I, I loved him so I much. I honestly... I did not even know he had a name until I had I to looked, research this. I, just, I looked at his badge. His badge said it. That's yeah. why I was like, oh, he has a name. And they never said it out loud. <laughs> no, no, at no point is it ever said. I wrote security guard the whole time. I flew, I have watched this movie for, like, what? Since the early 90s. And I have always just called him the security guard. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so. he makes this joke to Dan Kane. And it's just like, I don't know why they locked that door. Nobody wants in and ain't anybody getting out. Dun, dun, dun. We call that foreshadowing. 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 Oh. Yeah, so there's, uh, it's a morgue. Yes. <laughs> We're in a morgue. Yeah, yeah. And we meet... We meet uh, Dr. Hill, who is doing the new COVID test um, <laughs> by uh, sticking a Q-tip into someone's brain yeah, um, through through a uh, laser scalpel. That laser he had scoople, just created. As they would say a scalpel. Yes. Yes. Um, in fair, you know, one of the things I've never seen the deleted scenes, but having seen how willing he was to steal the reagent... Yeah. I wonder if he stole the laser scalpel from someone else. Oh, definitely. I had no doubt about that. He probably yeah. did absolutely plagiarize Dr. Gruber's shit and all that. Even though he keeps going six yeah. to 12 minutes. <laughs> I just loved that. I loved him. I didn't want him to be a bad guy at all. <laughs> um, so but we're getting to him. I'll, I'll tell you later on why they hired him, because it's an amazing story. Oh my god! Um, and also how tra and also the tragic uh, tale the uh, that hit that this movie uh, fucked a good portion of his life up. Okay. Um, so Moving we meet Dean Halsey uh, and uh, <laughs> Doctor Doctor Hill is played by David Gale, um, who he's awesome in this. He also looks like every politician from Massachusetts I have ever seen. Yeah, he's got that John Kerry thing going on. He does. Yeah, he looks like John Kerry, he looks like Mitt Romney, he looks like all of those Massachusetts yeah. dudes. Um, <laughs> we, we so, uh... Breed them good. Nope. Nope, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we also meet Dean Halsey, who is obviously the dean of the uh, university. He's played by Robert Sampson. Um, mm -hmm. And he introduces him to Herbert West. Uh, and West is immediately just a prick to Dr. Hill. <laughs> he's just, such a dick. Uh, he's just like, he's like, you plagiarized Gruber's stuff. He said that it's 12 minutes where the brain is, it still functions after death. And he's like, no, 6 to 12 minutes. And um, so he's just like, he just <laughs> confronts him. And he, he says that he looks forward to seeing him in class. Like, it's just, I, I can't imagine ever speaking like this to your fucking professor. 
Like, I don't... I, yeah, that, no, it's guaranteeing you will be failed. It's yeah, guaranteeing exactly. you will just fail. Exactly. So then so. we go to, um, we go to Dan goes and, like, puts an ad up on this board, I guess, for looking for a roommate for his apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, his fiancé comes Megan, in. Who is Megan. his girlfriend? Megan. Fian- oh, yeah, fiancé, yeah. Fiancé. Uh, who, is, who is also the, the dean's daughter. Dun, dun, dun. Then they have sex, and then a cat named Rufus jumps on them. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, so, so she is, it took me a second, I was like, is that really, did they really make it so that she's his daughter? Of course they did. Yep. So when he graduates and gets his MD, their plan is to get married now, but her, for some reason, she mm-hmm. just, um, she obeys daddy, even though she's clearly an adult, she just, you know, she's put in her place yeah. and she does whatever he says, so, like, whenever, you notice throughout the film that when they hang out, they say they're going on a study date. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's yes. like they're engaged. Does does this, does her father not know that they've kissed? That <laughs> I don't get it. Well, that is why I never. That's why I never thought of them as being engaged because I I figured if if they were fiance, you know, yeah. if they were each other's fiance, their father would know. While here, it seems like they're. I always got the impression they were boyfriend and girlfriend, but she's promising him that she will marry him once yeah. he graduates. And then he introduces her as uh, her his fiance later on mm. which is mm. crazy yeah I was like wait what um yeah so then he makes this joke so they're like, they, yeah. they're like fooling around in bed he like puts a sheet over his head and pretends to like come back from the dead she says she's gotta go she opens the door and there's Herbert West with the thing that Dan put up looking for a roommate Yes. Yeah, I love that he also didn't just take the write down the number. He took he the took thing the off entire the wall. thing. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was so fucked yeah. up. Yes, Herbert. Like I love how just Herbert West is clearly this uh, like a, a sociopath. Who, um, Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. he's just like he checks out the apartment. He looks all over the place, and then out of nowhere goes, "Does this place have a basement?" <laughs> Yes, yes, which is, like, there's so many, as someone who's had to have, like, roommates, I was like, he is, he is, like, a red flag factory. He's definitely, but he hands up cash, and the girlfriend, the fiance's like, no, 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 don't, you can't, hi, Gertrude. Gertrude's coming to talk about reanimator. Say hi, Gertrude. Aw. Hey, Gertie. (laughs) It's Uncle Charles, say hi, wave hi. Um, Hello. So, the, um. Oh, but it's, it's, it's even worse, because he's like. As soon as he looks at the basement, he's like, this'll do. I have my things outside. Should I move in now? <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny. I, and Megan had the right idea by not let, by not yeah. thinking it was a good idea. But he hands out this wad of cash yeah. and Dan takes it. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Ruins so. his life. <laughs> um. So um, he's asked why he left Zorik and he said because there was no more he could learn. Right. Which is a lie, as we've seen why he left Sorry. <laughs> I'd forgotten about the beginning of this movie until later on, and then I thought about him saying that he couldn't learn anymore, and I was like, wait, it was a lie! <laughs> yes. I, was, I, watched it, I watched it really early this morning, everyone, so my brain was not fully on. <laughs> but speaking of yeah. brains, so then we, we go, go to, to a uh, scene where he's showing yes. people the human brain. Segway! <laughs> 
unintentional exactly. segue. Dr. Hill so he's removing, her class. removing the scalp, and this is yeah, Dr. Hill, and he's just like, what does he say? It's like it's like breaking out a big. I forget what he called like uh, what he compares like peeling, it to. Peeling a really big uh, orange apple. apple. Yeah, 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 yeah. So orange, he takes orange, he takes yeah. he takes Apples, the, oranges. Yeah, apples and oranges. Um, he takes away the scalp. He removes the scalp. He takes out a bone saw. Exposes the brain. It's just like holding the brain. And Herbert just keeps like breaking pencils. And obviously, Doctor yes. Hill knows this, but says you should invest in a pen. <laughs> yeah, like, I. Lo- you know what I love about that. Is that he has the best delivery in yeah. so many movies? I mean, it's pl- it's obviously played for laughs, but he plays it straight. Yeah, he does, and that's what makes it funny. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like how many other how many other actors would have tried to make that somewhat comedic? Well, and that's it would like, have not work. I think on another podcast I've talked about in college, the one like uh, several things stuck with me, but one thing that'll always stick with me is that like there was one time I was doing a scene. I think it was from Angels in America or something. One comedic moment, and then they were like. It, nobody laughed, and he said, you asked for the laugh, you didn't ask for the salt. So you didn't play it straight. If you play it straight, yeah. you get the laugh. So this yeah. actor did it, and it yeah. was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea's worked with me on Demon Hunter, which is, you know, 21st Century Demon Hunter, which is pretty much comedy mixed with horror. This season's a little more horror with comedy mixed in, but it's still comedy horror. Yeah. And uh, you could... Chelsea can tell you how many times I've told, I've told, even sometimes with her or with other actors, where I'm like, play the line straight, because that's what makes it funny. Yeah, exactly. I, have, it, I don't remember yeah, the last time that you did that. You probably did it once, and it was like in 2017, and then I never did it again. <laughs> I never made the mistake again. Well, exactly. You, yes. you, learned, you learned very quickly. You learned very quickly. Um, uh-huh. I think you played one thing a little too broad, and I immediately was like, no, no, just <laughs> Absolutely. Go, go do it straight, because... The comedy always works better when yeah. all the characters are acting like it's the most serious thing in the world. Exactly. So, um, at the Halsey House, uh, we find that the National Science Foundation has given another grant um, because of Dr. Hill's laser drill, which rhymes, and that's why they give him a grant. <laughs> and then they all do these like really grant, weird actually. toasts, but Dr. Hill's is the weirdest, mm. and it's all about Maggie's obviously in love with Meg. Um, oh yeah, no. He gives the creepiest friggin' toast. It's so, like, it's so gross. I was like, this isn't gonna end well. <laughs> so yeah. now we're at, yeah. we're so, at um, what's his butt's place? Um, Dan Dan Kane's place, and Kane's. Megan's mad. Yeah. And uh, D- Dan, yeah, Dan's all horny, and Megan is not having any of it. Yes. Yeah, and they can't find because Rufus. West is creepy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They talk about yeah, because how because West is creepy of shit. Rufus is afraid of West. Yeah. Um, and they can't find the cat. I mean, there's so many red flags about the guy. <laughs> like seriously, seriously. So they yeah, can't find so the Megan cat. Is they looking, go looking Meg- for it. Yeah. Yeah, Megan's looking for the cat. Uh, can't find anywhere, but she gets the idea to open uh, West's door, and she goes in there. And uh, she opens the refrigerator, and Rufus is dead in West's fridge. Yeah. Which is, once again, that's the point where you kick the guy out. 
that's that's where it's like you have to leave. Yeah, so Wes comes home and but he then just be no freaks out. He freaks out like you shouldn't be in my room. Not immediately being like immediately being like I'm so sorry about your cat. But when confronted about it, because of course they're like you killed him, you killed him, you killed him. He said that he suffocated because he got his head stuck in a jar. And then what I loved the most was that Dan again playing it straight. <laughs> Dan was like, well, you couldn't have called, left a note, and he was like. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Like, leave a note that says, your cat's dead, tell you more later. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So, and, Jeff, and like, once again, Jeffrey Combs, his delivery is just amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, and then he sees a vial of that had, lime green stuff. We can't forget that. The, like, neon green, which we find out later, well, is the serum. Yeah. It's the reagent. 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 And it's also, in real life... In real life, it was actually made of the uh, the stuff that's inside glow sticks. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So, uh, West, you know, when when Kane is really not happy about this, uh, West threatens to expose uh, his relationship with the dean's daughter. Yeah. Um, and so later on that night, Kane is awoken by this unearthly howl, and he heads to the basement where West is being attacked by a zombie cat. Uh, basically, uh-huh. Rufus is now, like, just attacking the shit out of him. Um, it attacks Kane, and then he kills it again. Yeah. And uh, West, because he's a complete fucking lunatic, actually, after all of that, even goes, Oh my god, it's right behind you! And when he turns, and fucks with West him. just starts laughing. Yeah, yeah. I love West that. West just starts laughing, because he's he's a fucking sociopath. He is. Um, so he sits him down, he sits uh, Kane down, and is just like, I'm going to tell you about my theory and all this, and you're going to help me, and you're going to help me. Like, he doesn't really give him an option, but he slowly <laughs> convinces him, and it doesn't make any... So he explains it, how he conquered brain death, and he says, we can all defeat death, and you will help me. So he goes, in order to show him... He said, I'm going to show you how it works, and then you will help me. He goes to inject the cat with the reagent, and the cat comes back. Um, even though it's, like... Even this though is, it's back is broken, it's back is broken. and it's in, like, I, pieces, basically. I loved whatever effect they had to make that cat look the way that it did when it came back. I was like, that's cool. I wrote down, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Megan shows up. And at this point, Megan comes home. Yeah, and yeah. Megan is just having an awful day. <laughs> Because she is suitably horrified. Yeah, her her life just gets worse and worse throughout this movie. Um, yeah, so yes. she's, of course, um, absolutely terrified. And um, so the, whatchamacallit, the next scene that we go to is the dean, the dean yeah. with Kane. Uh, with and he explains, like, of course he sounds insane. He explains that they found out a way to beat death, really, in a sense. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And what he does is that he um, he takes away Kane's student loans and tells him to let Wes know that he's no longer a student there. So that he can continue he, he his experiments. He also has to... Yeah. Yeah, he also has to uh, to submit an apology, yeah. and if any uh, university property was used, they will file criminal charges, and yeah, West is expelled. Yeah, he just, like, and it, it Kane, was pretty intense. Yeah, so immediately, Kane, who is dumb, sneaks West into the morgue. Like a dead body. Um, yeah. Where West then proceeds to play, little, uh, proceeds to play uh, three little pigs with the corpses. Um, where he's I just trying love to find one that's just right. 
the one yeah. that the one that's just right. Um, I really loved how what they did is they went around yeah. to all the bodies and like basically were trying to fig- figure yeah. out exactly the specimen that was just right and just like said what everyone died from and all that. That was really cool. I liked yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So we find so this like John Doe dude. Yeah. Which is cool, mm-hmm. and he um what big about, muscular heart, dude. Yeah. Heart failure. Heart failure. That's what that was. Um, and I wrote, because I forgot the word reagent, I wrote, he gets the green slime. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, so unfortunately, Chelsea watched the Nickelodeon version of, um, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, and, and John, obvi- John Doe had obviously answered a question wrong. So yes. he got, uh, he got slimed. He got slimed. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, at the same time, as uh, the reagent is being insert, uh, inserted. Wow, that sounds like he's And he being watched the rated X version pornography. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're on completely different ends of the spectrum, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while um, so while the, he is as it is being injected into him, there you go. That doesn't sound like he's being penetrated by the green. You know, yeah. So they Herbert get West they get injected at the base of the spine, right beneath the head. Yes, Which and Halsey, cool. meanwhile, is arguing with it. Was arguing with uh, his daughter upstairs, mm-hmm. and Dean finds out that Kane is in the morgue. Yes. Um, at the same time, West is upset that he's having no progress with the John Doe, so he increases the dosage, mm-hmm. and uh, well, that goes poorly or goes great if you're Herbert West. Yeah. Depends on how you look at things. Yeah. So he's all excited that the body it rises. came back. Seventeen seconds is all it took. Yep, it Gert. came back, and it is violent. It is violent. i got to put you down, Gert. There's too much violence. Okay, good girl. Bye, Gert. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Gert. Bye, Gert. No, I said bye. You walk away now, Gert. So. <laughs> yes. Aw. So the body, uh, the dean comes down. The body kills the dean. It knocks a door onto him, <laughs> bites off his fingers. Yes, normal And then stuff. basically kind of... Yeah, it kind of just snaps his neck, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't really, not really explicit, but either he chokes him to death or he snaps his neck. Um, and uh, West stops the body by taking a uh, circular saw. Um, is that a bone saw? No, yeah, is that a bone, bone saw, saw he used? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he t- uses a bone saw and he cuts the spinal cord of uh, the John Doe, uh, going all the way through to the front. Mm-hmm. Um and then West decides that Halsey is fresh enough to use and uh, that they can bring him back. Oh, yeah, this is the 17 seconds. That's, he comes back in 17 seconds. The dean does. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, and of course, he's... Well, I loved the difference of the... You know, how they made the difference of the John Doe was gone for a good long while, so he was, um, you know, just a savage and just, like, a monster, but the... Uh, that yeah. Dean was a monster, but he was also like a scared little bitch, <laughs> like yeah. just like hiding in corners and stuff. I liked that. Well, he didn't really hide in the corner because he was afraid. It no. was more that he didn't want Megan to see him. Yes, you know he didn't want his daughter to see him like that. Because um, Megan comes down, because Megan's day just keeps getting worse and worse as the film comes on. Yes, and uh, the Dean, you know, who is a, who is trying to kill. Uh, uh, Kane and West yeah. um, basically hides when Megan comes in 
Um, and then West makes up this whole lie about how the dean attacked them and was lose and basically lost his mind. So the security guard, uh, sorry, Mace, as you told me his name was, yes. uh, calls the police. And so the dean is locked in a padded room. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that I realized, I at first, when I very first saw this, I thought he was at a mental hospital until they later revealed that this padded room was in Dr. Hill's office. Yeah. Which raises all sorts of questions about Dr. Hill. It's so fucked up. And so they're looking at him, or she's looking at her father, and she's just, like, devastated. And Dr. Hill comes up and is creepy as fuck. And, um, like, kind of hits on her, and then, um, and then says that she, he needs her to sign a release saying that he can perform exploratory neurological surgery on her father. Because <laughs> that's something you allow yeah, this madman who just hit on you to do. <laughs> and then he really, co- then he really comes on to her. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. It's so gross. Yeah. So, so the orderlies attack, um, tackle the um, tackle the dean, crazy dean, and in order to like probably get him ready for this exploratory surgery because she signed the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then she so goes Dan, to confront uh, Dan. Goes to talk to Megan. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, well, Dan goes over to talk to her because she asks, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she knows uh, Kane and Wes did something to, um, you know, to her father. And when he tells her the truth, she doesn't really react well, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, and she also, uh, at the same time, Dr. Hill confronts uh, Herbert West. He knows that Halsey is dead. Um, and he also comments on his interesting little laboratory. Um, now, the story I was going to tell, apparently, according to the commentary, they had another actor that they really liked for the role, too. But um, David um, Gale, I think his name was, right? David Gale is yeah. the one. Yeah, David Gale uh, played Dr. Hill. He just naturally said laboratory, so they hired him. That's amazing. Yes, the other actor said laboratory. He said laboratory, so they're like, that's the guy we want. I love that. I feel like we've made snap casting decisions like that, too. <laughs> but this is oh, amazing. Oh, definitely, definitely. So Dr. Hill threatens uh, West um, that he basically has to give him his research. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Dan and Megan break into Hill's office. Um, and Dan discovers the creepy fucking file that uh, Dr. Hill has on Megan because yeah, he's so obviously creepy. obsessed. I mean, there's a there's a lock of her hair in there. Yeah, and there's a the thing talking about her, like, sophomore year in high school sports or something. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. So gross. So uh, while Hill is basically, um, you know, basically saying he's going to steal all this research, Dr. West kill, uh not Dr. West, he's not a doctor, but Herbert West kills him with a shovel. Yeah, it's like he says, uh, he says, I will a- be famous, and then he decapitates him with a shovel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, uh, he whacks him in the head with a shovel, and then he takes it, and he pushes on it and severs his head. So um, nice. And then Dr. West, be- I'm sorry, West, once again, sorry. <laughs> I, keep, I keep thinking that because I've seen the sequels and he calls himself a doctor in the other films. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, even though obviously he did not graduate in this film. No, um, no. So he so, puts so not Doctor West puts on puts the head in like a metal bin type thing, and has this epiphany that he's never tried like to inject with the reagent like whole parts. So he injects the head, yes, and then he injects the body. And I was like, I guess that is two whole yes. parts. I I thought it was going to be like different limbs and stuff, but nope, just the two different parts. So just the head and the body he injects. Um, yes. Yeah, and that's. I guess you think that you think that the villain's dead. That you get not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> not in this movie. Yeah, that goes that goes poorly for West. It does, um, but then we go I, back. To, I'll be honest with you, I. I was yeah. very surprised that he didn't kill uh, West. Yeah, me um, too. Because what happens is his body rises at the same time his head rises, and they kind of still work together um, to knock out West. Um, so uh, Megan goes to see her dad. They find out he's been lobotomized by uh, Dr. Hill. Yes. And at the same time, West uh, wakes up with all of his stuff gone. So Dr. Hill has stole all of his research. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um... How did he carry all of his research yeah. plus his own severed head? <laughs> In a duffel bag. In a duffel bag. <laughs> so, I want to know how exactly he moved around with his head in a duffel bag. Yeah, um, me too. Like, without just bumping into everything. Um, <laughs> unless maybe there were holes in the duffel bag. We don't know. So... Uh, Kane comes home, uh, Wes confessed to the murder and resurrecting Hill, and, you know, Wes, uh, meanwhile, um, you know, uh, basically, uh, back in the office, um, uh, Hill's <laughs> body injects him with more reagent, and mm-hmm. Hill, I love Hill getting annoyed, and his body is just clumsy, because it obviously has no head attached yeah, to so it. Yeah, he's so pissed at his own body. It's so awesome. Yeah. So he calls to Halsey. He tells Halsey, basically, it's time. And then he goes to the morgue. And I love that he took, like, a medical dummy's head and put it yeah. on his body. Yeah, that was so uh, good. And so somehow gets by gets by Mr. Mace because he's reading Mace, a, bo- well, a, a boudoir Ma- magazine. <laughs> yeah, Mace is going off to jerk off. Very, yeah, he, he, he goes to the bathroom, break but. time. That's what he says. I he was like yeah. my favorite. I loved him so much. <laughs> yeah, but so I love that I love that Hill carries his own head as carry on luggage. <laughs> yeah, so, so good. He goes into the morgue and he he starts getting all the bodies. Um, and meanwhile, Kane goes to Megan's place. Megan has calmed down a lot, but she tells uh, him that he should transfer to another school. Right. Um, and then the Dean's corpse basically breaks in, knocks out Kane, and kidnaps Megan. Uh-huh. And uh, takes, yeah, and takes Megan to where uh, Hill is lobotomizing corpses. Um, yeah, and it's the uh, combination, well, it's the combination of, I just want to, like, read, like, I guess go into detail, that when they lobotomize them, so they're using Dr. Hill's, Dr. Hill's um, laser thingy that they just got the grant for combined with the reagent that he stole, and that's what makes them become, like, a loyal army of things and um, yeah. brings them yeah. back to life. So, yes, now it is, um, why are you making me talk about this part? I hate you. Um, then, um, so, so, so then we got uh, Daddy Halsey bringing Daughter Halsey in 
um, carrying her in. He takes off her clothes, straps her down, and then we go to um, to uh, West coming home, waking Dan up, and he's like, "Oh, Megan, gotta figure out where Megan is." Um, and yeah, why? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying any of this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know, so Hill. Um, is basically living out his creepy little fantasies. He's he's fondling Megan's breast while she's sleeping, mm-hmm. um, with his headless body, no less, with the medical like dummy head still on it. Yeah, but um, he's like pretty much having an orgasm in the in the metal bin that he's in, like on his face. You could see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she wakes up. She freaks out as you would, um, and knocks off the head. And then he picks up his own head and performs what uh, Stuart Gordon referred to as a visual pun, um, where he puts his own head between her legs. Yes. Um, because the whole idea was a head giving head. Jesus um, Christ. So, oh interesting God. and sad, sad, sad thing about the film. Uh, David Gale's wife divorced him because of that scene. Really? Yeah. In fact, they saw it at the premiere, and when that happened, David Gill's wife yelled, David, how could you, and stormed out of the theater. What? Yeah, during the, during the premiere of the film. And David ran out to, ran out to follow her, and uh, she divorced him. He was acting. I know, I know, but as you were, as you and I and, and Emily were talking about last time, a lot of civilians don't understand that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, his wife divorced him because of that scene. Jesus Christ, dude. Which is, you know, that's really sad, too, because apparently, like they said, he was, like, a really sweet guy, and everyone said that he loved his wife, you know, but uh, she was not having any of him pretending to go down on uh, Megan's character. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That, so hit, that hit hard. At the, yeah. At, yeah. So at this point, uh, Kane and I and the fact that it was at the premiere, too, when he was probably all excited and in a great mood. And then, you know. Yeah. Like David, David, uh, you know, uh, David Gale is no longer with us. But um, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. He, he passed away a few years back, but, um, you know, it's sad. It's really sad that that happened to him. Um, so at this point of the film, uh, Kane rescues Meg. Um, all the bodies rise. And, uh, I love that. You know, I love that. West- I loved all yeah. the bodies coming up at the same time. It was it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I went <laughs> exactly like that. It was very Man, good. Man, I wonder how many... By the way, other note about that scene um, where uh, Dr. Hill is going down on her, mm-hmm. um, or at least about to when they cut, when uh, West interrupts. Um, Barbara Crampton has said that that scene was the most money she has ever made from any film ever. Wow. Um, because it went into... It didn't just go into overtime. It went into... like they sh- that's, That day of shooting was 22 hours. Holy shit. Yeah, so, you know, she said she has never made as much money from um, a single day of work as that scene, even when she's been in bigger movies. That's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, because, just because of the, uh, the, uh, the golden time. Yeah. 
You know, and the, and the fact that she's also doing nudity, so there was a nudity rate. Right. Yeah, so, you know. That's awesome. She, she was like, uh, yeah, she, said, she, she says, to this day, never made as much money as I, as I did doing this scene. Nice. Um, so all the, and I also wonder, when all the bodies rose, I wonder how many takes they had to do, because it's so yeah. well, it's so well timed. All of them do it, like, simultaneously, and there's, like, six of them. It's so good. And anyone who's ever been on a anyone who's ever been on a set knows getting six people to do the exact same thing at the exact same time is nowhere near as easy as you would think it would be. Yeah. But now he's got this cool in sync undead army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the guard comes and, back. Uh, the movie yeah. Mr. Mace well, comes the, back. The bodies are trying to the bottom Well well the guard doesn't come back yet. It, it, it's it's it, it, how he comes back is great. Yes. Um, so the bodies are basically, they go to Lobotomize West. Um, the other bodies are trying to take Meg. And the other bodies are beating up uh, Kane. Um, and basically, Meg kind of begs her dad to remember who he is. And he does. Um, uh. Which is kind of a sweet moment. Um, and, you know, he starts fighting the other bodies. And he crushes Hill's head. And all the corpses feel it while he's doing that. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, yeah. And they feel the same so, pain. Uh, the Dean... Yeah, and at the same time, West goes and he takes two syringes and he overdoses uh, two syringes of, um, of, of reagent and he overdoses um, Hill's body. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dean crushes the skull of, uh, of, of yeah. uh, Hill and throws it out the uh, door. And that's when the security guard comes back. Yeah, and it hits the, <laughs> the wall right next to him. Back from yeah, the moment he's coming back from jerking off, there's a flying fucking corpse's head coming and out. And then the, he just the runs away. <laughs> I love yep, that he, he just nopes runs away. on out of there. <laughs> nope. He just nopes on out of there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hill's intestines attack West and wrap themselves around him in probably the most evil dead moment of the entire uh, film. Yeah, that was so cool, um, though. One of the other bodies drops some toxic mix of chemicals. Um, all the and then all the bodies tear the Dean apart. Um, West and West disappears into the fog too. We don't see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, until there were sequels, I always thought in you know like because the sequels came out after this had already come on cable. Mm-hmm. So I had already I had always assumed he died. Right. Because yeah. it looks like I mean that's what it looks like would have happened at that mm-hmm. point. So I I had always assumed he died, but obviously the sequels proved that that didn't happen. Right. Um, but uh, West disappears into the fog. Um, Kane pulls the eye out of one of the uh, the burned bodies, um, and uh, what ends up happening is as Kane and uh, and Megan they grab the reagent and they try to run away, but then they're stopped in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And uh, w- by the burned body, and the burned body basically chokes Megan to death. Yeah. Um, Kane attacks the body with an axe, cutting off its arm to close the elevator. But Megan is dead. Um, there's there's smoke all over the chemical. You know, everything's going crazy. Uh, excuse me. Uh, we have some symmetry now with the first scene that we saw Kane, mm-hmm. because now Kane is carrying Megan. Yes. And Megan. Yeah, and Megan is flatlining. There, he's just like we saw him at the beginning, trying to bring back someone who had passed away. 
uh, he tries it with Megan, and the exact same doctor tells him that it's no good. Yeah. Um, that Megan is gone. So, after everyone clears out, Dan goes into the bag and pulls out the reagent. Yep. And we cut we cut to credits as he goes to um, inject Megan, and then we just hear her scream. That's very exciting. As the credits roll. Yeah. This yeah, is a so good movie. I was really, really... Yeah, no, I really like that movie. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've been watching it since I was, like, 13, but, you know. Um, <laughs> it's... it's. I really think it's it's one of those, like, classics of, of lower-budget horror that I think um, really says what you can do on a somewhat... I mean, for Hollywood, that's a limited budget, you know? Yeah, um, definitely. And just kind of, you know... It's kind of an interesting thing. Um, so as I was talking about earlier, the uh, R-rated version of the film is 40 minutes longer. Um, so what are in those 40 minutes? Well, apparently almost all of it is character development. Oh. Um, so one of the things we learn um, in that is that, number one, Herbert West actually is addicted to the reagent. He apparently injects himself with it on a regular basis. Oh, wow. Yeah, that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that was not in the movie. Um, apparently, also, Dr. Hill um, is hypnotizing people, which we see kind of hints of. Yeah, definitely. We see hints of, but it's never actually explicitly spelled out. But apparently, he hypnotizes several people in the film. Wow. Um in order to steal their work or to uh, to get them to do things he wants. You can also see him, if you, th- if you realize that he's hypnotizing people, you can also see him beginning to do it to Megan um, yeah, at, the, right. at the scene with her father. Yeah, it's one of those things where it just looks like he's being creepy, but if, if he's hypnotizing people earlier in the film, you realize he's trying to hypnotize her into the being The entire his... time. Sex slave. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know... Um, it's it's kind of in, I like I said I'm I'm very interested to see the film with those scenes put back in. Yeah, we got to find it. Yeah, yeah, I know it was only released in Germany. Oh. Um but, you know, uh we shall we shall see uh what you you know, whether there's other ways to find it. Um Yes. Not that I'm encouraging anything illegal, of course. No, I we, know friends in Germany maybe we, they own we, it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. We shall ask our various German friends. Yes. Um, and uh, we shall see if any of our German friends own a copy of the integral version. Yes. Um, if you live in Germany and you're looking for the uh, uncut, the uh, longer uncut version, it is called the integral version. So, uh, I was very happy to see that. Um, Me too. And I figure... As far as next week goes, we should stick... You know what? It's Halloween's coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, it is October. So, I figure for the next couple uh, episodes, we should stick with um, with Hara before we go back uh, for the last three uh, of my selections, and then Chelsea's selections will come up. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know what? We've decided... Um, what I'll... Well, I had we haven't decided, but I, what I thought might be kind of fun to do. What? Um, after we do Chelsea's, I thought, what if we pick movies that neither you nor I have seen? That's a good idea. That 
the people listening recommend, but I want them uh, to be really, really fucked up. Yeah, definitely. So if you if you know any particularly fucked up films that you think we haven't seen, uh, and uh, I will say there's two notes to that. Uh, please, nothing where an animal is really getting killed. So yep. no necromantic and no cannibal holocaust. So I have never seen any of those films. I, no- I have not seen any of those films, but that's because animals were really being killed in them, and I have mm-hmm. no urge to see anything with real-life animal cruelty happening in it. Right. But, um, you know, and, and this is the fun part, because it's, it's, it's you know, it's going to be harder to find films I haven't seen. You know, yep. so you can't pick Basket Pace, you can't pick Solo, you can't pick a Serbian film, you can't pick Martyrs, you can't pick, you know, any of these, you know... Uh, sort of crazier films. So I'm really curious to hear what people might suggest. I'm sure we can find ten uh, films that Chelsea has not seen that I have not seen. Um, so that will be after we go through uh, the rest of my films and, and then, then we go through films. ten that Chelsea picks. Hooray! Yes. Yes. And then we will do your suggestions. So um, in the meantime, for next week since I figure, let's stick with 80s horror. Uh-huh. Let's go to another film that um, I actually first saw when I was 10 years old. Oh, God. Um, at the drive-in when I was bored by the movie we were supposed to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is Return of the Living Dead, uh, starring, uh, well, uh, Linnea Quigley and, um, yeah, Linnea Quigley. Great. Um, <laughs> yes, so that will be our next film. Um it is the movie that introduced me to punk rock and the movie that got me into zombies. Awesome. So, I can't wait. Uh, we shall... Yeah, we shall review that next week. Hey. Um, in the In the meantime... Yes, in the meantime, if you want to find me on uh, social media... Well, let's... let's Before we go into our social media links, uh, we just want to say that on Monday, uh, the crowdfunding... For the feature film that I am direct, I wrote, I directed, and Chelsea stars in mm-hmm. as uh, the antagonist. I get to um, be a bad guy. Bishop's, <laughs> yes, Bishop's <laughs> Cove uh, will be starting on Monday. Yeah. So uh, you can tune in next week, and we'll have links to that. Um, we're also going to put links to it starting Monday on all of our social media. Yeah. Um, and uh, we hope that you will contribute so that um, one day some uh, two pairs of assholes can go and uh, talk about our film this way. You have two so, assholes? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes I do. It's, uh, it makes my life a lot easier. Anyway, uh, although I try not to sneeze too much. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes. So you can find me at charles.d.lincoln on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Chelsea.Lesange. Yeah. On. Oh, Instagram. <laughs> I'm yes. like, oh, people and go then, on different links. I forget that people go on different apps now. Yes. Yes. And then you and can then find you can us find also. The at, two of us yes. together. Yes. <laughs> at CL Squared Productions. <laughs> yes. CL Squared Productions. On Instagram um, and on Facebook. YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Yes. It's CL Squared Productions, one word. So, Hooray. anyway, people, this has been Charles. And I'm Chelsea. And Chelsea is 
bouncing her boobs on the camera. I, I am. <laughs> it's fun. Yes. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I can't bounce my boobs. No, you can't. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm just excited because now it's well, lunchtime. Somewhere, but that's that's is that your lunchtime? Boob it's lunchtime, lunchtime, lunchtime. <laughs> boob bounce, yes. <laughs> Yay! All right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, on that note, um, say let's just put like a boing noise in the background while you're doing that. It's a something. good idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Because I'm 12. Anyway. Yes. Um, so yes, uh, this has been Charles D. Lincoln. And I'm Chelsea Lusage. And we are CL Squared Productions, and we are out. Bye, Tune guys. in next week for Return of the Living Dead. Hooray. Bye. Bye. Bye.